Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. And I need you to know I'm not asking for a miracle. But if love is enough, could you let it show? If you feel it, could you let me know? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here, Davey Portman, up next, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher. Where, where else do people get iTunes these days? I mean, podcast. Podcast. I use Podcast Addict. Podcast Addict, postwrestling.com, Twitter, at the Bray D, at Davey Portman. Hello. Oh boy, Davey, we have had such a week. We, uh, we, we watch a lot of wrestling. Wrestling is crazy right now in the world. Uh, you've been watching... Uh, uh, I, I've been watching Progress. I'm Progress. a bit behind. I just saw day two of the Super Strong Style 16 right. tournament and I'm sure I'm sure that is pretty wild. And then we have the, the Super Juniors going on in New Japan. Yeah, um, I haven't seen any of that yet, but I want to on my next day off. Craziness. Um, and then NXT has been on Crazy Roll, and that's the show we review every week. But uh, we've we we also had a, a non we we finally did something non wrestling related. I mean, usually we go to karaoke and we drink and then we make bad life decisions. But uh, for the first time, me and you went to a concert this week. Um, you begged and begged me to go see this band that you that you love, and uh, I used to listen to them. I didn't know they had a new album coming out, so I agreed. And uh, I don't know. Do, do it tell. Was, yeah, it was my first time at the Danforth Music Hall. Here in and, Toronto, yeah. Uh, we went and saw the band... Churches. Churches. Uh, stylized with a V instead of a, a U. Yeah. Uh, really good. Um, we'll play a couple of their songs. Yes, the, the song you just heard. Yeah. Their new single, Miracle. They did it live uh, quite quite well. And uh, this is the first... I'm like... One of my best mates is like infatuated with this band. Okay. And so he's like... He tells me everything about them. Apparently this is the first tour they've had a live drummer instead of like a track. Right, okay. Um... And I thought it sounded really yeah. The, good. I, I always like, like live band kind of stuff, and yeah. their their style is like electric rock pop kind of stuff. Yeah, it's hard to define. Yeah, like, but and it was good, good live, really, uh, really cool. fun. Um, we decided to eat some uh, um, shatter chocolate bar uh, before going to the show, so we had a quite quite a time. And then somehow we managed to sneak into the yeah, pit. We just there and, we just kept walking, and then and like, we got oh, really really we're close at the front, and <laughs> then we turned around and like it was packed so we got there at the right time uh but yeah i i had an awesome time yeah um, we we thought we both walked out thinking it was a really fantastic show i mean i'm sure the the shattered chocolate uh had uh, something to do with that <laughs> as well but it was a fantastic show so check out churches if you like but it was before the, sh- the show as well where we had a little bit of a kerfuffle. oh shit yeah so <laughs> so we we had a couple of drinks beforehand of course, and yeah. it was a lovely day so we thought we might get a couple of tinnies and Go for a little walk before going in, and then pop. Pop. 
What happened? <laughs> we went to, it was beautiful out, and we went to sit down on like these rocks or something, and my belt uh, like exploded. Pop, as you say. Uh, my belt just broke. And, and it was a new belt. I literally bought this belt two weeks prior. And that's why I was so mad. And uh, so I offered you my belt because realistically my jeans didn't need them at the moment because right. I still haven't shed the New Orleans weight. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that didn't quite fit you. No, no. I'm, I, the, the reason, I, so my pants without a belt were basically like, I was low riding. I look like I was like gangster or something. And especially like going to a concert, you might be jumping around Yeah, or we, we knew we were going to be like in like the, the jump, the front or something and jumping around stuff. And like, I've, uh, I've been uh, losing weight. So my pants were really, really loose on me. So I was like, this isn't going to work. This is not. And on top of that, like you just said, we were drinking cans outside before the show. The, the show was about, it was about to start. Like, literally, there was no opening act, and the, there's just a DJ spinning track. And this is what? <laughs> Saturday night? Yeah, like, Saturday night, night downtown. Night there's again. nowhere to get a belt, right? Bef like, realistically, you can't just go buy a belt into a store. There's no places that have emergency belts. But there is a shopper's drug mart. So there's a shopper's drug mart, which to like anyone else is like a Walgreens or like a... A, a Boots, if you're back in the UK. Boots, soup, drug, that kind of place. Sure. So... We are like, this is the only place open, and it's across the street from the venue. What can we buy that could be a belt? Maybe rope or something. So I'm running around this... So he's running around looking for rope. I'm, you're buying, buying, I'm buying a falafel. <laughs> you're buying a falafel wrap, and I'm like, you're supposed to be helping me buy a belt. Find and then belt. I came up with a cunning plan. Yes, you are uh, you are a British MacGyver, uh, because I was like, Dave, I can't find anything. What am I going to do? My pants, I'm like, I'm giving up. I'm like, whatever, I just won't jump around in the show. There's just not going to be... I'm just going to have loose pants. So I have, like, quite bad eczema on my, on my hands, so sure. often I bandage it up. Right. And there's like this elasticy, like self-adhesive kind of bandage tape. Sure. And I was like, yo, yo. try that. And I did. So we went to the the, the, the aisle. Yeah. We bought it. Uh, well, I bought it. It was the most expensive belt I've ever bought. <laughs> Ten, eight ninety nine, almost $10 for this belt. Then I put it all through the loops and I tied it up and... Uh, like the Karate Kid. I, look, <laughs> <laughs> um, I did look like I had some sort of judo white belt on. But then the problem is, we get in, we've had a few drinks, we need a pee, and it's like, oh shit, I, get I can't my, undo this. I, get my, I remember I wasn't wearing a belt, and I got really self-conscious, because I could tell people were like, what the fuck is this guy wearing? They probably did think I was wearing a judo belt or something. So, But then I kept it on, I tied it, and then we went into the show, we snuck in somehow into the front of the concert, and then had a fantastic time, and the belt lasted through the concert the belt lasted through the night we went out afterwards to karaoke i'm sure or something and uh i survived so thank you for coming up with the idea to use a, a tensor bandage tape thing and you haven't bought a new one have you you're no, just I... using, the, <laughs> using the bandage <laughs> can you imagine I'm like hey this is, this is a cheap efficient way to uh no i went and bought a new belt um so i have i do i literally only own one belt though so if this belt breaks i got oh yeah me too one. so so Damn. Let that be a lesson to you all. Have more than one belt. Always carry a spare. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how it broke because it didn't break because of like my uh, fatness. It, it was just like the weird uh, thing in between the belt loop. That, I don't know. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But you saved the day, and I had fun at a concert, and it was very, very good. It was great. So that was our week. Um, ridiculousness. Uh, maybe it was just the shattered chocolate ball. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Let's talk about this week's NXT. Well, someone who does have belts, probably weightlifting belts, is heavy machinery as they start off the show here against TM61, or as I call them, uh... Will of the Wisp. <laughs> the Pokemon move. Now we're getting in an argument now because you say that that move is a good move in Pokemon Universe and I say TM61 is it's not a good... It's just like Leer or like dropping your enemy's defense. So we had some people on Twitter replying to us saying it's quite an effective move, but I don't know. <laughs> they should have called themselves like... 
fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a good Pokemon move. Squirtle, Bubble, Blast, yeah. uh, Charizard, whatever. Um, TM61 looks to me like uh, Travis Banks and Roderick Strong, both wearing Travis Banks gear. Yeah. If the, Travis Banks, the guy from The Progress from that the you progress. made me watch. Who's going to be in the UK ah, tournament. Ah, yes, he is. Travis Banks is in that term. He's going to win it. Or at least go to the finals or something. I think we'll go pretty far. Yeah, I don't know, because he's not UK. I, right. I mean, he's made himself in the UK. He's the progress champion right he's, now. Yeah, he's progress champion. He's from New Zealand. Uh, so it's interesting. They've got him and Drew Gulak in the tournament. So two non-Brits. Oh, that's in that's cool. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Um, I, I also watched, um, just while we're on the subject of progress, highly recommend watching... Uh, Cassius Ono against Tyler Bate ah, from day two. That's an NXT. Um, sound and match. they're like, yeah, so it's something you could see on NXT. Really, really good hmm, match. I did not watch that, but um, I, I will, So check out yeah. Progress on Demand. Uh, day two of the Super Strong Style 16. Just watch that match. I highly recommend Tyler it. Tyler Bate and Cassius Ono. Yeah. Okay. So he has good matches when he's not in NXT. Yeah. I mean, he still has good matches in NXT. That's not fair, actually. But it's just like. That makes it more. It's good, better. and apparently, like the story going into, so it's part of a tournament. But the story going into it is that Cassius Ono wrestled Tyler Bate when Tyler Bate was seventeen, oh. and like saw something in him, Damn. and was like, "This guy's special." Okay. So there's kind of that sort of father son dynamic kind of thing. And Tyler Bate better beat him. Well, you gotta you watch, watch and see. Well, I w- I'm interested in seeing that. Um, I'm interested in seeing Travis Banks in the uh, the tournament there. The tournament looked pretty interesting. We can talk a little bit about it uh, in this show. They give a few announcements about it, so we'll get to that. But TM61, the uh, the Kiwis here. Are they Kiwis or they're Aussies? Uh, they're Aussies. Aussie? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Aussie, yeah. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yeah. yeah, they look like two guys that you see on, uh, on Bondi Beach. On the- <laughs> tattoos and such um jonathan coachman is ringside here for this match heavy machinery and tm61 coachman says uh just in the front row here as the camera passes and he says that heavy machinery is my guys so uh yeah i thought he probably thinks they're actually the natural disasters because he <laughs> he he knows fuck all <laughs> i used to love coach when he was a hero. Uh, oh, he's oh. ridiculous and the steam song oh, he yeah. probably thought he was at raw like <laughs> <laughs> where am i right now um, he was in an NXT shirt, clearly over his other clothes, so it was just like a sh- weird shot. I don't get it. Um, Morrow mentions that Tucker Knight was in the greatest Royal Rumble ever. True facts, but really, was it the greatest Royal Rumble ever? Um, <laughs> Dozovich, I wrote here, is growing on me. Oh, because he's so funny. There's, he, he does this crazy body, in this match, he does this crazy body check, like a football tackle, to uh, Shane Thorne. And the dude goes, fl- it looked like the pounce, like the crazy I don't know this was really fun actually um, there's like these double team moves there's a move where Heavy Machinery puts uh, Nick Nick Miller in the corner kind of like hunched in there and then they both use Shane Thorne as a battering ram throwing the other guy into the corner um, very fun but then TM61 gets back into this getting their offense and with crazy uppercuts showing a bit of uh, offense look really cool um, and then <laughs> Doze counters like a a double suplex and then suplexes them both at the same time and then like gets up to his feet and there's like the greatest camera angle. He like, just stares yeah. directly into the camera and both of us just burst out. <laughs> we were watching this uh, together right before we're recording right now and we were laughing. Um, someone needs to get a gif of this. He's so good. Um, I love his. He's doing commentary throughout the whole. Yeah, match. he like, does his own when commentary he's, when he's wrestling. He's he's like oh. and then on the side he's like. Yeah. Get him, Tucker! Like, Get him! Uh, Dozovich is growing on me in, much indeed. He's doing the Dusty Rhodes knee taunt thing. He's doing... I don't know. This camera angle made me laugh so hard. It was perfect. It's just like this like reaction gif that you'll see on Twitter, I'm sure. Someone tweet this. Get Someone gif this for me. It's so good. Um, so Dozovich is just so funny. Um, then there's like crazy overhead throws... Uh, overhead belly to belly by Tucker Knight. Uh, Dozovich does the worm... And then does a crazy elbow drop, only a two count. Um, then there's like overhead throws by him as well. And then as uh, Dozovich is up top going for some sort of, I don't know, maybe a Vader bomb, um, the, the, the two Aussie heels here cheat again, flip him off the corner, uh, off the top. He lands, and as Nick Miller's pinning him, Shane Thorne 
uses his feet on the ropes and they do what they did a, earlier uh, a few weeks back to to cheat to win here and they pin uh, Dozovic and they beat Heavy Machinery. So the heel Aussies uh, moving forward, I'd say, in the tag team division. It looks like they're building them up. Like Mauro says, uh, it looks like they could be contenders soon. Right. Uh, but I think Heavy Machinery are the real stars here. I feel like Heavy Machinery are, are getting better and better because they're finding, they realize what they are. Yeah. But then they're like, okay, if we're kind of goofy, then we can be, but we can be serious. This too. is my problem with the main roster tag division at the moment, especially on Raw. You've got all these comedy acts. You've got Heath Slater Rhino. You've got yeah. the B team, uh, Axel and uh, yeah, sure. Bo, and then, and then Breezango. But they're comedy acts you don't take seriously. Sure. So that, I don't that's why the New yeah. Day have done so well. Because they're, matches they're a crazy. comedy act, but when it comes to actually like the match, yes. they put on a good match. Yes. And they use the, the comedy stuff to... Kind of more like mind games, like to like fuck with the other I, team, rather than I, just to make the crowd laugh. Yeah, I, I, New Day reminds me of uh, my favorite tag team, Edge and Christian. They, they sure. do the, seri- the, the serious in-ring stuff are great matches that you want to watch over and over again and you're prepared to... You're, you're so into their, their actual storytelling in the match, but they're so funny. Yeah. So Dozovic and this guy and are I feel, maybe not yeah. there yet. But, well, but I feel with these guys, they're, they're making us laugh throughout the match, but not like but Santino, ha-ha. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like they're still killing these guys. Sure. Um, I Yeah, I think they're really good. I, I'm just saying they're definitely growing on me. And hey, they might just be called up a little while. Like I just don't know where you go with them on here. But unless they're just they're oh. good right now at this 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 level, touring with NXT. It's interesting. We're seeing a lot of them at the moment, and haven't seen much of War Machine, uh, War Raiders. War Raiders. Um, I mean, they beat them the other week, but I don't think we've seen them since that match, and we've seen Heavy Machinery. Three times since then, I think. Yeah, you're right. So War Raiders need to get back in this. Maybe it'll be War Raiders and TM61 or something down the line. But TM61 uh, being the heels, they need they need to look a bit more fierce that way. Like cheating with the feet on the ropes is cool, but you could also like hit a finish or something too. Maybe they just didn't have. I've also never understood how having your feet on the ropes yeah, makes it's, it, it harder to get out of a pin. It's just like it's just wrestling, it's wrestling logic. isn't it? It's like when the figure four is reversed, <laughs> it instantly hurts. No, it doesn't actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, we go to this vignette or a, a promo package here for Bianca Belair. And it's her saying, why am I the best? Well, next week I will show you. So we will be getting like a, who is Bianca Belair? I always like it when they do these. They're one on. They did a good one on TM61 actually, and their Roderick Strong Roddy, one yeah. was very good. So, I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, this will help uh, her character get kind of get over, I think. And she's already gonna get a, getting over. Mm. So I, I'm interested in that. It'll work fine, I'm sure. Um, we just saw on uh, Squared Circle or Instagram or Twitter or something that her and uh, Montez Ford are a, a power couple here in NXT. So that could be something down the line too. If uh, he ever decides to drop Angelo Dawkins, <laughs> I can see a fitting in with that team. Yeah, as well. Yeah, true, true. Um, we then go to EC3, a package for him or a, a backstage kind of thing. He's on his rooftop pool patio thing, acting really cool. He says that the NXT universe will be the NX3 universe. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I think this is like Bobby Roode again, because it's like Bobby Roode came in. And then everyone cheered him. It's like because oh, he's like, oh, it's Bobby Roode's here now. That's cool. Oh yeah. And then he quickly turns. Yeah, I think that's got to happen. Yeah, with yeah. him I, instantly. I do. Yeah, I, f- I think he's really good on the mic, but his his you know it's similar gimmick to Kona Reeves. It's as well. so like, similar it's... to everything. It's just like wrestling's kind of evolved past that. Yeah. And look at the looks at the success of Gargano Champa. You don't need those storylines. You need like. That kind of stuff. Sure. Good match storytelling. This is just like, oh, I'm cool and rich. And it's just like, we're evolved from that, I yeah. think. I just think we're kind of... I agree. I mean, you need you need the variety on the show. Yeah. Of, but I, I don't know where it is. It's just so cheap, I think. I, I still think he's he's good. And, yeah. I, and I, want him, I want him to get go fur, further. But it's just like, oh, I'm rich. And uh, what the hell does EC3 even mean? Like, if you didn't watch Impact and like, fucking no one does. No sure. one did. So it's like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Explain what you who you are or something because the whole game because like he's got rich parents and they gave him stocks for his birth. It's like no, that's a shitty character, but he's still funny and he's still quick. So I still think there's room for him to grow. True. I think the roster's so 
stacked at the moment. It's also yeah. where do we slot him in? We haven't yeah. seen him have that many matches. Exactly. He, he says I wouldn't be surprised if he's not on Chicago, like because uh, where does he fit in? We'll see, I guess. But he says next week uh, he's he's going to be here for his fourth NXT match. So uh, stay tuned for that. I'm sure he'll be facing off against some jobber or something. Um, or that guy, what was his name? Chris? Oh. <laughs> JC and Chris. JC and Chris. <laughs> yeah, bring them back. Yeah, bring back JC and Chris. The, the T-Birds. Yeah. Oh, man. Great stuff. Um, up next is the love of your life, David. Oh, my word. Uh, Kyrie Sane versus Lacey Evans. Um, these two have had a bit of a, a feud going on here. It's going to be settled. And Lacey's got new music. Yes. Uh, you pointed out to me and we got in an argument because I'm like, it sounds the same shit to me. <laughs> I don't know. It sounded... I, I preferred her old one because I kind of think it fitted her... Sure. Sort of... Her character's kind of from the past. So yeah, Do you know, yeah. like a... Yeah, I know what like you're Like a classic to woman. Yeah. And her new one was a bit more contemporary. And her so. move is the women's right. Like, yeah. it's all like this... Yeah, she looks like she's like in the war or still. Yeah. She's got the, the leg, leggings. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I think Kyrie saying after last week is, is kind of showing more in depth of her character. Because last week she attacked Lacey. And it was like showing aggressive side. Yeah, I really like this aggressive side. As I've said before, I, I think that's what smaller people need to do. Yes. They need to, like, get on them. Otherwise, it's it, it makes it believable. It's like, okay, yeah, this person can beat this bigger person. Yeah. Um, and starting with that great drop kick to just Yeah, at the beginning that. of the match, which is her running, because she's um, still mad at her. She runs and drop kicks her almost instantly in the face. Um, and then Evans gets up, but then chops the hell out of Kyrie with one big, huge chop. I to think her. she's been watching a lot of Walter yeah. recently. Like, that was a big chop. Of who, Walter? Walter, yeah. From uh, Pro... Oh, yeah, well, that yeah, guy's yeah, a monster. And and- that guy's, like, hitting you with, like... Oh, oh. Like, his, I, his match against Travis Banks. Yeah, on, that was like, a war. He, like, I want to see the chest of Travis after that. Well, that Royal Rumble with Daniel Bryan, he looked fucked. So, I love chops. Um... This this was this was really cool. So she chops Kyrie, and then Kyrie gets really mad. Like Kyrie took took it, but then she gets really mad, and she's taking a, a page out of Asuka's book here uh, by screaming a- very angry in Japanese. Yeah, she is saying uh, <laughs> "sumimasa," and then she she chops the shit out of Lacey Evans. And uh, I thought this was really cool. And then out of nowhere, Kyrie Sane hits. A destino on Lacey Evans, and it's only a one count. Wait, what? Kyrie Sane just did the destino, and it's only a one count. Well, that's why tranquilo. Uh, that's not tranquilo. Well, that's why. Uh, that's why Naito can't, Naito can't beat Okada. Like, <laughs> get a new move. Yeah, that's he needs to do the elbow drop. That wins. <laughs> Silly destino. One count. I actually love uh, trolling Naito fans. It's really fun. <laughs> like Naito's not not one of my favorites, but I accept that he's great. But yeah, I I love <laughs> I love trolling but, Naito fans. <laughs> we were watching this, going like, holy shit, this is. Good. Yeah, like, she got a Destino. Yeah, cool so move. many big moves, big chops. Uh, so Lacey, don't sleep on Lacey Evans because she kicked out of the Destino at one. So she gets up and then she is now on the uh, aggressive side, hitting Kyrie with like stomps and a bunch of things. Kyrie gets back in it with a running blockbuster because she's been watching her... Um, <laughs> what's the guy who's been doing blockbusters? Oh, uh, oh no, Oni Lorcan. Lorcan. Yeah. Um, then there's like an axe kick and some elbows, and then the finish here. Kyrie goes up to the top rope, presumably to hit her insane elbow, but Lacey gets up and in mid air hits Kyrie with her women's right, the wicked right hand shot to the face, and Lacey Evans pins Kyrie saying, "Clean." I know. Oh my goodness! We were watching this together. You were uh, I was shedding sad. a tear. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me about this. Um, I th- I thought this was a really good match. I think it's actually probably both of their best showing. Maybe. For sure. Um, uh, I mean, Kyrie Zane was really good in the tournament. True. But um, I just I loved the aggression both women brought to the match. It was hard hitting. Uh, I don't think it's the end of the this feud. Um, yeah, I'm just confused because I thought Kyrie was going to be the takeover slot with Shayna. Because Ky- Kyrie's the bigger name here, but now she just lost clean, so. I think they'll get there. Sure. Um, 
because it I think it's still it's Nikki Dakota Shayna is the story yeah, at right the moment um, I like Kyrie's selling a lot she does uh, she does this kind of screaming when she's in a hold or whatever and I I know I shit on Osprey but Osprey's great I know but like I don't <laughs> like it whenever Osprey screams I, I know people he, are tr- he, people, he's aware of this he, he oversells it, yeah. it and it's like oh fuck oh. I love it and so, maybe it's because you're British and yeah. like, you don't like Brits I don't know you have a weird thing where you don't like British people <laughs> so maybe it's just that you're like a flipping bellend uh, I, well, I thought great. Kyrie's really good scene. So like, let me tell you, let me, let me ask you. So when a British guy is in a match and he's like, oh, oh, but when it's a cute Japanese girl, you're like, oh, I don't mind her screaming out <laughs> loud. <laughs> <You> True. Flippy <laughs> balance. I, I like when they do that in matches. Hey, look, Dozovich and them were, were doing their own commentary as well. And they're, like, they're like, ah, oh, yelling things. Yeah, but so. he's not going, oh, that really hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like it. I love when Osprey does it. I love <laughs> one time Osprey in the Ricochet match, the famous one uh, with Osprey. Back in the day, um, he calls him like calls him a cunt. <laughs> he gets chopped. He's like, "Oh, you!" <laughs> so funny. Um, well, I like Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie's growing on me too. Oh, she's great. She's getting better because oh. I like I like the aggressive side. How you described her? You're smaller. You need to fight. Yeah. You need to like. You can't just be hitting moves that are instantly going to do things. You need to like. It needs to make sense. So yeah. she's definitely definitely growing on me. And as I say that, she's losing clean to Lacey Evans so we'll see but uh, maybe do more Destinos in the future Des- she kicked out a one <laughs> backstage we have Kathy Kelly outside the full sale in the parking lot and it's nighttime here and she's she's like um, they're, they're here they're here and she runs over Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae they are here at full sale Johnny is sporting uh, a lovely, lovely neck brace due to the attack from Ciampa uh, weeks ago. Um, he says here, he says on the microphone, We are here. We came to make a decision. I don't want to do it, but it has to be done. And he's walking to the ring for later tonight. So that he's going to come down to the ring with Candice and make a, an announcement later tonight. Um, this is where we get some updates on the UK tournament. Um, all the names are out on the, the website and, and all that stuff, including like the Travis Banks guy, uh, the, what's the, Leguero guy. Oh, Leguero. Yeah. Um, uh, there's some, my re- mate, Amir Jordan. Yeah. So you, you know, one another person, you kind of know them or? Uh, yeah, I met him at, uh, WrestleMania 30. I actually convinced him to go to WrestleMania 30. Wow. Uh, he was on a road trip with his mates. Sorry, which, what's his, uh, wrestler name here? Amir Jordan. Amir Jordan. Um, yeah, and yeah, check him out. He's yeah. he's pretty new. He's a good guy. Okay, I was really uh, impressed with the UK stuff last year. The show that they did was one of my favorite wrestling shows. Uh, I remember even staying up really, really late to watch it um, here because I, I couldn't watch it live or something like that. So I remember watching it at like 5 in the morning. I was like, wow, I'm doing it like a true Brit watches yeah. wrestling <laughs> uh, because you guys always have to had to watch it. The other way. Now you're in North America, so you're spoiled a little bit. Yeah, although I'm always working. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so I'm looking forward to this UK tournament. It looks good. They Did announced you? that the winner gets to face Pete Dunne for the titles. I don't know if it's that night, at the end of the night. I, I think, think it is. I think it is, yeah. I think so, too. So that's pretty interesting. So it's like Mortal Kombat. You go through all these guys, and then you finally get to fight Pete Dunne. Yeah. Pete Dunne. But also at that match, Pete Dunne is going to be double duty which is interesting. So clearly Pete Dunne's losing the strap here because Pete Dunne is also going to be joining Tyler Bate and Trent Seven to take on the Undisputed Era at one of these shows. Is it a two-day thing? A one-day it's a two-day thing. Yeah. So I think that's the, Maybe the main first event day. of night one. Yeah, okay. And then I think the title match. That's going to be wild. Yeah. That's going to be wild. They're going to be like, I already see this being like, okay, you, you six guys, uh, Adam Cole, Kyle, Roddy versus Dunne, Trent, and Tyler... They're going to be like, you guys do whatever you want. I'm pretty jealous I'm not back home. Watching that. this show? Yeah. That's a that's a good card. Like, that's a fun-looking sh- show. And they so. said every NXT title is being defended as well. Oh, wow. So I we'll have know. North there American title, tag titles. There you go. So that seems pretty pretty fun. So uh, look forward to that uh, as well. I'm sure we'll watch and talk about it as it comes. Um, it shows a, a, a video interview that was taken after last week's m- amazing main event between Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch against uh, the Undisputed Era there, um, or there was in the six-man tag. Uh, Oni and, and Birch hit the D- double-team DDT, and they won last week. So it's them basically celebrating here. 
Oni uh, is saying like we we beat them. Uh, where's our title shot? Yada yada yada. Uh, <laughs> Danny Birch goes. We beat him once. We'll beat him a sec time. We'll beat him a second time. Uh, that's a terrible British accent. Perfect. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Um, <laughs> I can only do David Beckham. And that's it. <laughs> I can only do David Beckham. Um, so yeah, it makes sense. They pin them. They yeah. deserve a title shot. It's as easy as that. Um, and in fact, they they will get that. And at Takeover Chicago, the first match that they have announced is a tag team title match, uh, undisputed era. Whether it be uh, Roddy and which I'm assuming is Roddy and. Kyle, Roddy and Kyle, which is crazy, against Dan- Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. So that's pretty cool. But c- c- cutting away from Danny Birch and Oni, it goes to Undisputed and they're backstage with their NWO style Undisputed thing. The weird I, I love it. Angles. I love it. It's like yeah. old MTV or yeah. VH1 or something. It's really great. It feels like they're like four jocks from an yeah, MTV yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the way they were Cobra talking, Kai. kind of like a sort of. Bad acting, but like it kind of works. We're gonna beat those punks, those losers. Yeah, <laughs> they even say that in this promo. They say uh, they got lucky. They're just flukes. Uh, they say it's Peter Dune, not Pete Dunn, but they say it's Pete, Peter Dune's fault that these two are even a tag team because Peter, 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 Pete put them together as a tag team, and now they got a fluke win, but they're nothing. Adam Cole says. I don't even know who Danny Birch is. I didn't even know who he was when we were fighting him. They're losers. <laughs> These guys are losers. Roddy says, um, take over Chicago. We'll show them that they that they really are losers and like no one knows who they are. But I have no patience, so I want number two. And then they snicker. <laughs> Mr. Number two, Daniel Birch, next week. I love when wrestlers call each other like Daniel instead of Danny Birch. Yeah. They call him Daniel or Peter like Jericho always used to do it with the wrong names but uh, CM Punk used to always 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 do it we used to call it Randall Randall yeah (laughs) (laughs) so next week is Roderick Strong versus Danny Birch take my money Roderick Strong is becoming Mr. NXT he was Mr. Ring of Honor for fucking years and now he's here he, he was hired to be Mr. NXT and he's feeling that slot really really well I'm excited for that match um this was really funny this backstage thing um, now we go to a handicap match here. Lars the Goat versus Ricochet and the Dream here. Uh, what do you, what, what, you, what do you have to say? I, I hate uh, handicap matches oh, when yeah. the faces outweigh the heels. It just seems, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It seems a weird dynamic. Like, so even if it is a big guy, it's like, well, you, there's two of you. It's yeah. like the end of Phantom Menace. You feel bad for Darth Maul. It's like, come on. Yeah, but Darth Maul had a double-sided lightsaber. Yeah, well, the other two could have. I don't know. Darth Maul had a two two lightsabers, essentially. And then he, he gets to fight two other guys with... And he still, like, you know, kills Qui-Gon. Rest in peace. But Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just review that. Um, Lars Sullivan, they announced he's from uh, the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. And then Moro is like mentioning the Rocky Mountains a bit throughout this match. Are they going to start calling him like the? Ro- I'm sure they. I just never caught it, but it felt like Moro was really trying to hit us over the head with this. Like he's from the Rocky Mountains. True. Yeah, I'd never noticed it. Rocky Mountain until. Lars. Oh yeah. man, could you imagine the Rocky Mountain? The Rocky his finisher Mountain. is the Rocky Mountain bottom. Oh God, no, no. I have a name for his move. We'll get to there if we see it in this match. I'm sure. Uh, Ricochet also is a future star I think we were talking he looks so everything on him is clean he's ripped he's ready for like main event I want to see Ricochet and AJ Styles in WWE storytelling great matches Uh, that just sounds great but anyways he's in NXT right now and with the dream against Lars um, they fist bump early on in the match and then they they go at try to get at Lars but he keeps tossing them both of the guys around like nothing the size difference between Lars and both of these guys is crazy. So him throwing them around like ragdolls looks pretty cool. Um, there's some crazy double-team kicks and crazy flippy shit from both uh, Ricochet and Dream here. But Lars keeps uh, knocking them down. Lars goes for his falling headbutt off the top. But uh, Ricochet breaks it up. Uh, Dream hits his elbow drop at some point. Um, there's like a tiger faint kick in the corner. And a cross body from Dream. And then right away a standing star press. From Ricochet, all only a two two count. Then there's more crazy flips from Ricochet, and and 
an impressive, he kind of slipped, but he still managed to hit the move where a dream hits like a springboard, like S- swanton, yeah. kind of like, kind of what Eddie Guerrero used to, the tope, kind of into the ring. Um, but he kind of like trips, but he still lands it. So I would like to see dream, if dream is trying out these new flippy things, he, he's pretty, he could do it, I think. But he's outshined instantly by Ricochet, who does a springboard 450 onto Lars. But as he gets up, the Dream lifts him up on the shoulders and hits his rolling DVD on Ricochet. And he turned on his partner here and says, uh, you screwed me out of a title shot. We were probably going to lose anyways. I'm done with you. And then leaves him in the ring. This is where Lars picks up the scraps and hits the, what did you call it? The Rocky Mountain Bottom. No, I'm going to call it the Five Star Slam because Lars is the Five Star Lars. Uh, He slams Ricochet and pins him. Um, So what's going on with these three guys? Are they still involved with the the title opportunity? Or storyline-wise now, Dream, it doesn't really make sense because... Booking a pay-per-view, you'd be like, oh, well, Lars beat both of these yeah. guys, so he gets the title shot. So and- do you think it's now Lars against uh, Black? Black and Dream and Ricochet again? Yeah, I guess. I know. It- well, Dream and Ricochet didn't have a pay-per-view match, so... Take no, and their match didn't finish because Lars Right, them. exactly. So, um, I don't know, unless you add these three against Black. I, I would like pay-per-view. a four-way. Um, yeah, I think so, too. Lars Black doesn't really interest me. I like both guys, I just... There's nothing Can't going on see right now. That. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. This was this was fun too. Lars is improving slowly. This was not the best showing Lars had, but I feel like this was still story leading to something more. But it was it was cool to see a Dream kind of turn on him at that and that DVD. that ma- uh, that move is crazy. The, I love it. The the rolling DVD. What does he call it? Because it's DVD. He should call it like Dr- Velveteen Dream VD. Oh wait, no, don't call it VD. <laughs> the DVD. But he should call it some the Dream Valley Driver. I don't know. Dream Valley Driver. Yeah, that's fine. And the five stars slam. Nice. <laughs> the Rocky Mountain Bottom five star slam. I bet people will like yours better, but <laughs> I think people just like me better in general. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, Morrow makes a Premier League joke. Tell me about what is this football? Oh soccer. no, it wasn't. He just said um, Lars is like the Premier League. Lars is like Man City dominating the Premier League, oh. and he's a Premier athlete or oh. something like that. I know yeah. somewhere uh, our listener Jesse from the Six is sad. He's like a football guy. No. Sorry, football? Is that no, Man City have had this one for months. Okay, much. okay. Yeah, no I know nothing about. I'm Portuguese, and everyone it's in my the, family watches except me. It's Champions so. League final this weekend. Are you gonna watch? Uh, I want to, yeah. Uh, Did you watch Liverpool are in the in the final? So you gotta uh, watch that. Shout out to all the Liverpool fans against um, Real Madrid. We were out last week. Uh, we went out dancing and drinking, and then we <laughs> we were going home, and it was about three in the morning here, and you were like. Do you want to stay up and watch the royal wedding? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, Davy, no, I'm going home. And you're like, come, let's watch the royal wedding. Did you watch it? I didn't. No, oh. no, I wanted to watch it then. Oh, you didn't let me. Oh, uh, well, you you went home. You could have watched it. You probably went to no, see. I it. think I passed out. Oh, the royal wedding was quite beautiful. I just watched clips. Um, but I love how uh, someone. Did you like her dress? Yeah, yeah, I liked her dress. She's very very attractive, and I'm very happy because. Uh, it's Harry, right? That yeah. Got married. He has a ginger beard going on, mm-hmm. and like he's, he's ginger. Yeah, yeah. So he gives me hope. Like one day I can too can get married. You I can be a prince. And yeah, an actress. I look like a prince, and I could get an actor, actress, wife, maybe. Sure. <laughs> I could be. No one's ever said, "Wow, you look like Prince Harry." So that's I have that against me. <laughs> However, one one time, one someone uh, said, uh, and I, I'll repeat it the way they said it. Oh, uh, ginger. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I said, oh, what? I look like Ed Sheeran? Yeah, yeah. Hi, hi. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ed Sheeran. I'm not Ed Sheeran. but <laughs> That reminds me, um, when I was touring in Austria, uh, one of the guys I was working with was called Liam. And Liam's not a popular name in Austria. Sure. But everyone knows Liam, Liam from One Direction. Because One Direction oh, were huge at the time. Sure, sure. And we were at this Indian restaurant and this... This boy comes up to us, who like the the chef's son or whoever comes up to us and starts talking to us, realizes we're British. And he asks, like his English is 
like he's a kid so it's not very good but he knows like what is your name my name is this ask our names and he goes uh, Liam goes my name's Liam and he's like Liam and he's like yeah Liam One Direction <laughs> and Liam's like yeah like One Direction and then the kid like gets so excited runs off comes back with a camera oh, and no. like a notepad wanting Liam's oh, autograph because he thinks he's Liam from Jeez. One Direction and he's, so, he was so and he's, Japanese so. think you're Red Sheeran <laughs> no, they just, they were, it's, it's, I guess it's a little uncommon for ginger beards. So like when I was there, like it was even more or less common for them to see like sure. gaijins and then also on top of that ginger. So they're like, wow, what is this on your face? <laughs> so I just felt sorry for this kid. Cause I could imagine him going to school. <laughs> oh my God. I met going, Liam from One Direction. Look at this photo. I'm with Liam from One Direction. <laughs> and they're like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> It's the guy that looks like Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, so there like... you go. Ooh, me? I don't know. <laughs> that's so fun. That's great. I, I don't know any of from one from One Direction. I'm sorry. I didn't even know there was a Liam. The only Liam I acknowledge is Neeson. Mm. He's the goat. Um, that. So we go next. We went on a little tangent there. We're back. Let's go into uh, Dakota Kai is backstage. And she is being interviewed. And next week it is announced... She has a championship match against the bully Shayna Baszler. Um, I, I, I don't know. Ne what do you think about this match? The next week, because it's like Dakota Kai. Is she really a program? Is she? Is there really a chance she wins this? I don't know. It's, it's this is where you get Nikki involved. Oh, I true. Think. We have not seen Nikki Cross. Um, yeah, I. As I said, I think she's playing it well. I found this whole character weird Shayna um, Baszler is like the like she's wearing her leather jacket her chains her biker chains she looks like and she's so like mean and, and nasty she's like the older woman that you see at a bar like kind of by herself but like you know leather jacket she's kind of rugged r rough but she's there she's like ready to fight someone I don't know I, I'm not super into these characters but I'm looking forward to seeing if Shayna Shayna should roll over here they kill Dakota Kai, and then start something with Nikki Cross. I guess is the paper is the takeover. It is worth note. This is the first time Dakota's stood up to Shayna. Kind of, she yes. just showed like a glimmer. She goes, "What is it? We'll see about that." Yeah. So maybe Dakota Kai gets kind of. I don't see her winning, but it, you know, no. gets kind of a push here, a rub here from this experience because she's still so new to WWE. I know. I know she's a little old. She's like thirty, but. I think there's hope for her, and I think she's all right. She's decent in, yeah. the, in the ring, so she, and she's getting better and better. So we'll see where it goes. But I, I'm interested in kind of seeing moving it forward because we haven't seen much of Shayna wrestle. No, on she, NXT. No, not for TV. A long so time. yeah, which maybe is a good thing. I'm not a huge. I'm not super into it. The Shayna thing yet. We now go to uh, our last segment here. Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. They come down to the ring grabs the microphone, and the crowd is super hot here at Full Sail. They're chanting, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Wrestling. He says, I love you too. He says, every morning I struggle to get out of bed because my body remembers that knee smashing my head into the LED board. My body reminds me of being thrown off a stage through a table. And now my body reminds me every day that I have to come to a decision about my future. I have to think about my future and my injuries are adding up. Is this worth it? Then the crowd is very upset saying, yes, it is. And he takes his wife, Candace, by the hand and looks at her in the eyes. And she's like, no, Alex, come on, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm sorry, but it's worth it. Oh yeah, it's worth it. Then he takes off his neck brace and he goes on this microphone, very angry now. He says, Tomasa Ciampa, get out here and let's finish this. And Candice LeRae loses it, saying, Johnny, no. Johnny, no, you can't do this. And Tomasa Ciampa uh, shows up on the, the stage. He says, you don't want this, Johnny. If you're still in the ring by the time I get down this ramp, it, I'm going to have to finish this and end you. And this is where Candice runs out of the ring and disappears. And as Ciampa is approaching the ring, 
she returns, but she's with all the NXT officials and the refs and stuff like that. And they they all stop Johnny and Ciampa from fighting one of another. And it's it's Candice who is like doing this. And uh, where's William Regal, by the way? He should have <laughs> been out here. But uh, now Gargano and Candice are outside, and, and Ciampa's in the ring, and. Candace is trying to convince Johnny, like, no, stop. It's not worth it. Don't do this. Don't do this. Wait. Just wait. You're not ready. You're not ready. And Ciampa says, yeah, Johnny, be a good boy. Be a good little boy and listen to your wife. So Johnny gets even more mad and angry. So he runs and he jumps up on the apron. But as he does, Ciampa shoves him off, sending him into the referees, sending all of them crashing and burning into Candace. She goes flying and bumps her head on the steel ramp, and she is knocked out. And Ciampa sees what has happened and runs away like a coward he is. And uh, we're left as NXT goes off the air with the logo. I was waiting for Ciampa to come back there. Uh, all the referees and officials are, are helping Candice because she got knocked out. And uh, I don't, what a what a sad sad situation here. What an angle. This continues to, to get us every it's time. It's so good. Um, one of the best storylines in wrestling, I, I swear to God, is so good. Now, this is clearly the main program. Oh, easy. Gargano is clearly the top star in the company. For sure. What does this say about the NXT title? Yeah, like, I guess. We, we barely seen Alistair Black since winning it. It says he's appearing next week. That probably means he's facing a jobber. And then challenging um, Mars. I can't see... I can't see Gargano, Champa not main event. Oh, it's the, the next main event. Take no, it's, it. it's got to be. It's the main event. It's so that's event. two pay-per-views in a row where it's the, the NXT event. title's not going to headline. Um, I'm loving this feud. I'm just kind of thinking, should this have had the title involved? Uh, I mean, no, it kind of doesn't need it. It doesn't need it. But I just feel like you're sort of devaluing your main title. No, I don't think so. You I don't, don't even think of that. I just think the storyline is so in-depth now that it's like we're 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 going with it and it's great. Um I I would have loved to see Gargano win the title um with Almas when they f- had that match just a few months ago. Yeah. Um which we watched again last week. Oh, like, we I did. Oh my week. god. How many times have you watched oh, that like damn seven, match? Eight. What match is it? Almas versus Gargano. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's just the best. What's better? Almas Gargano or Almas Ciampa? Oof. That's a tough question. What do you, do you mean, like? Gargano Champa? Sorry, Gargano Champa, Gargano Almas. What's a better Gargano match? Almas? Gargano Almas is yeah. the better match. Yeah. I think I might agree with you, but both are five stars in my opinion. It's, every time I've watched it, I've learned something new about the match. You've and watched this damn match. Like, it's so good. You have people over and you're you're watching this this guy who comes Just to the bar. Just when people are like, okay, I want to know like what wrestling is about. Watch. Yeah, this when match. you because back in the day when someone's like, you watch you watch wrestling like. WWF, and then you'd be like, "All right, let's watch a match." And then you'd show them Taker, uh, Mankind in the Cell or something, yeah. and then they'd be like, "Wow, wrestling's fucking crazy." And then you'd show them TLC or something. But now you show someone Gargano almost. Well, like, wow. This what is I great. what I noticed this time round is it starts with like kind of traditional chain wrestling. Sure. Then goes more into the luchador style. Yeah. Then goes into strong style, and, and then it ends with it ends with proper WWE. With the women getting involved and sure. everything, and it's like sports entertainment. So sure. you've got yeah. like all everything. of these factors in one it hits match. Everything you're right. It's so good. And and not to take anything away from uh, Gargano and Ciampa because that oh I, that match that, is insane. I as think well. that match I love is that match. just as good or maybe even better. I'm I'm wondering if people agree with because I agree with you that Almas and Gargano. I think I liked it better than Gargano and Ciampa. But like I'm saying, I'm not saying that's that that match is still incredible as well. But I think people might get a little upset. I think people might disagree with us. Okay. But let us know. Um, so this storyline is crazy. So clearly um, this is going to continue next week because now Johnny's going to be fucking pissed. Yeah. Your wife just got like knocked out. She's a worker though. She could have got up like she's a wrestler. <laughs> she could have just a little bump. Well, are they now going to put that doubt back into Johnny and be like, oh, okay, this has gone too far. My wife's been hurt. Like. I should leave this, or is he gonna be even more pissed? No, like, he, no, he's gotta like. I think about it. If your wife got now, you're so mad at this guy already because he's beaten you up, and then now your wife accidentally took a bump. You're like, no, nah, I gotta kill this dude. I gotta kill you. I'm gonna put a put a stop to all this nonsense because 
real kayfabe like Champa is continuously ruining this guy he's a troll yeah. he's ruining his life so he's just like I gotta stop it so they, they, they make they, they're just doing so well in NXT at the moment like I mean the company because I want to see next week I don't right. want to I don't want to read ahead to be spoiled yes but I'm itching to know what that match is I really want to know what it is I think I think it's gotta be Hell in a Cell because I think so too but we've been talking for, what, four weeks now, going, what's right. the match, what's the match? And they haven't even announced they're having right. one. Usually, we know they will. Usually but... they, uh, they, they announce it during the taping, so then when people are at the tapings, it lets it slip, and then everyone on the internet knows, and then you know so far ahead leading up, but it's not announced. No. So I'm wondering if it's a Hell in a Cell. It makes more sense for a Hell in a Cell. The storyline is great. The best is Ciampa ran away when... Candice took the bump because he's like oh I didn't yeah he it's almost like, showed some yeah rem- it's almost remorse. like oh, he was like oh, oh shit yeah like I used to live with these people I, I oh man I know her very well and I did that but he, next week he's gonna be a cheeky little something something because he, he's, he's he's so evil also the cell makes sense now because it keeps Candice Candice out, out. it keeps ah, Candice safe we just booked it that yeah. makes total sense but it yeah and somehow she still managed to get in there, of course. Yeah. At every cell match. <laughs> we know that there's no stop. That that does the opposite always <laughs> in these matches. That makes total sense. Um, and does Gargano beat... He's got to beat... I'm sorry. He's got to beat him again. He I, has to. He has to. He has to. He has yeah. to. Story, kayfabe story, everything. It, it, he has to. I'm a big fan in wrestling of... If you watch a match and someone beats someone they instantly have that over. And then, like, you could go... for Like, Kenny Omega and Okada. Hmm. Kenny beat Okada only once, and it was when Okada was injured in that, like, G1 thing. Every other match they've had, Okada... There was a tie, sure, but Okada beat him clean the first time. So it's like, he's he's better than that. Like, I always like that in wrestling, the the, the wins and losses and stuff. They don't do it in WWE as much as they used There's to. There's so much 50-50 booking now. Yeah, they so. used to, it used to be such a big thing. Like, remember, Shelton Benjamin beat Triple H on Monday Night Raw, and it was like the biggest fucking thing ever. Mm. And it's like, wow, this is crazy. It doesn't work like that in WWE. It's just like, maybe it's because it's so oversaturated. It's like, people got to lose all the time. Yeah. It's, it's not as important anymore. But... Gargano needs to beat Ciampa again, just like he did. This match is going to be crazy. This storyline is fantastic. This storyline is way better than anything in the main roster, Inclu- oh. including Bobby Lashley's sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, this is great. If you if you aren't watching this storyline and you aren't, or maybe maybe you don't like it, I don't think anyone is disagreeing with that because this storyline is great. Um, Hats off to, to all... I'm going to say these three. Um, Candice, Gargano, and uh, Ciampa. They're fantastic. I can't wait for the video package as well. Yeah, because like, there's the so much more now. Great. The story of the, the last one had so much because yeah. it was like a year-long yeah. thing. And then it's like, okay, it's done. Now what do they do? And then they continued it with the attack and then this now. It's like, geez, let, what is going on? This this is great. This is a This is a good... Uh, storyline in the world of wrestling, one of the best, I have to say. I'm I'm super into this. I can't wait for the the takeover Chicago match, whatever it may be. It sounds fantastic. But let's go to so that was this week's episode. But let's go to forum uh, forum dot forum dot where we do our feedback um, every Wednesday night when NXT airs on the network. I'll put up a feedback thing, forum.postwrestling.com, and then we can chat uh, about NXT. We can take your feedback. And look, speak of the devil, I mentioned him earlier, Jesse from the Six. Six, six. He is here. He wrote a little bit here. He says, I'm not selling what you're buying on Lars, Brayden. He's just Snitsky 2.0. If he shaves off that stupid point on his chin and grows his mustache like a proper beard, then we'll talk. And why did Morrow say Lars is like Man City? <laughs> City won the Premier League playing cult- cultured, free-flowing possession football. If Lars were a football team, it'd just be a root one. Lump it up to the big man type team. I don't know this football uh, <laughs> things, but I'm sure somewhere it does. Now, Kari Zane, there is a cultured wrestler. Why? Because she can sell. That's a traditional wrestling skill. But you wouldn't know anything about that, would you, Brayden? You're a millennial. You just want to see big man power moves and flippy bellens. Bah. <laughs> he says, seriously, though, that wasn't, wasn't the Mae Young Classic book by Hunter and his NXT creative team, which is just another guy. It's weird because they seem to have reversed course on booking of that tournament. 
Sane won, but they're clearly higher on Baszler. And what's with Lacey Evans? I would have thought that the mother and former Marine could get over easily as a baby face. It's odd. Take care. No, I, I agree with the selling thing. Selling and wrestling is fantastic, but you can still do power moves and flippy bellends uh, all you want. Um, look at uh, Will Ospreay. He's like slowly changes thing. Look at AJ Styles. Uh, he's they've come. You come into your own, and, and selling is a huge part of wrestling. That's why I think um, your dude Almas, because we have the argument that Almas is better than Kenny Omega. Um, Kenny Omega is like the be best seller in in the world because every time you watch him, you think it's real, right? Like that is why I'd say Gargano is the best. Seller oh yeah, sorry, world. you're right. He's he's up there. He's as well. He's he looks like he dies. Yeah. So so Jesse from the Six is right. Is selling is a huge thing, and Kyrie is good at that. Yeah. Including her screams and things like that. It, it it's it works. She's just the best. Uh, we go to uh, DC here. Uh, he says, first time poster. I found the podcast after Takeover New Orleans, and I'm glad I did. Love the show. Keep up the great work. Wow, thank you very much. Um, yeah, we're going to do another Takeover show, uh, I'm sure, the Chicago one. Uh, that's really nice of you. He says, I live in Central Florida and attend the NXT tapings every month. I enjoy watching them on the network to see what they hide and what is added. For example, Kyrie lost her hair extensions during the match. And they did a good job of covering it up on TV. I'm with Davey, by the way. Kyrie is amazing and the future of this division. Glad they're keeping her away from Shayna for now to let her build up. I think that is what they're doing. Like, because Jesse was, what are they doing with her? They're yeah. focusing on Shayna. I think they want Shayna to have a long run and they're deliberately keeping Kyrie away from her for the moment. For um, sure. So that's this Lacey Evans feud is just. Uh, yeah, just filling the gap. He I also feel. he ends here by saying, Overall, I'm glad to see multiple storylines in the women's division. I wish they could unleash the tough cupcake Candice LeRae from the indies instead of just being Mrs. Wrestling. She's playing in all due time, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I think we will see that eventually, yeah. definitely. Um, and, and if you're uh, DC here in NXT, if you're going to all these shows in uh, Florida... Uh, let us know. I, we would love your feedback every week because uh, you're you're at these shows. You're in there in person. Yeah, it's so. interesting hearing yeah. what they take. Yeah, out that, goes, that goes that uh, goes to you. But to anyone uh, listening, if you go to these shows or live NXT, you know house shows, let us know how they are. Well, especially, I'd stuff. I'd love feedback. Uh, people going to the Albert Hall uh, for the UK, the UK tournament. tournament. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I'm sure listeners will be going to that. Yeah. So uh, on Twitter, uh, Instagram at the Bray D and at Davy Portman and forum.postwrestling.com. Uh, we go to a, another regular. Well, that wasn't a regular, but a regular. Pappy in Dallas. Can we please stop espousing the rhetoric that is this golden age of NXT? If this were the golden age, all divisions would be red hot. The men's division is very strong. The tag team division is on the ride, but the on the rise. But the women's division is a joke. The NXT Women's Championship is the worst. Greenest wrestler on the roster. Shayna Baszler, her matches are terrible and boring because she drags them down with her lack of skill and polish. I can, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Um, <laughs> he says that the most credible wrestler in the division is the Mae Young Classic winner. She just lost clean on TV to a woman so irrelevant that Brayden can't even get her name right. <laughs> <laughs> is it Lacey Evans? Lacey Evans. What do I call her? Evers. Lacey Evers? It's Evers. This guy, Pappy's right. Like, I don't care about this girl. Why should I? And she just beat Kyrie clean? What the fuck? Who am I supposed to like? I come on this show and I'm like, I don't understand Kyrie's name. Do I like her? Is she good? I don't know. And then she loses clean to some girl I can't even get her name right. This guy, Pappy's right. <laughs> I I disagree. I, as the poster before said, we've got multiple stories with the women right this now. This is true, but we've got the, Shayna's we've not got good. Kyrie and Lacey. We've got Shayna, Dakota, Nikki, possibly... We've got Candice in the main event storyline. I I think it's pretty strong. And I I haven't disliked... like I disliked Ember Moon. So I, I feel that's why sure. I haven't particularly liked those matches. Maybe we just... We had I think, such a good roster and then we lost all of them. Sure. Including Oscar. Like the Oscar thing, they took it. They scooped it up and put it on the main roster. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're undefeated? Well, guess what? You're undefeated on the main roster. And then just took For everyone two months. Out. Yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> true. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. The, the, it's it's still a golden age of NXT wrestling because we just praised the storyline of wrestling right now. But the women's thing, maybe maybe that is the one. I mean, I don't think you can watch that women's match on tonight's show and go the divisions shit. Sure, sure. Got, Bianca just, Belair was 
insane the other week as well. Sure. I get it. Like, I don't feel we've seen enough Shayna to particularly judge. Yeah, sure, she's green. She's new to it. But she's playing her gimmick perfectly. Sure. She's playing the bully. He, uh, you shouldn't like your heel champion. Like, but it's like, uh, it's X-Pac heat. Like, I just don't like her. She's not good. Her matches, her matches that I've seen have not really impressed me very much. I don't know. I'm just, maybe I'm just a hater. But Pappy ends with, until the women's division gets a serious reboot, this truly cannot be the golden age of NXT. I still think he's wrong. I mean, listen, people were crazy hot for Nakamura, Finn Balor, Asuka, those days, but... Right now, in my opinion, this Gargano Champa stuff overshadows everything because it's just Completely. so so good, I, in my opinion. But I never cared about the story of Jovi Bala because there wasn't any. It, there was no story. It was like it was That's just right. it was sold on. We know these guys are good. Yeah, let's fight. Whereas yeah. now we've got proper stories, like multiple stories in yeah. the show. He says. If they wanted to get Lacey over, they didn't have to do it at Kyrie's expense. There's a reason Aaliyah still has a job in NXT. <laughs> I yeah. agree with you there. Yeah. Um, but then what does that mean? If Lacey beats Aaliyah, that means nothing. Yeah, I guess. Um, Morford here says, This was a pretty good show. I can't wait till Lars gets called up and gets stuck in a tag team with Braun Strowman. <laughs> no, I want to see Lars beat up Braun Strowman. I want to just see them both shoulder block everyone. I want to see the five-star slam on (laughs) Ron Strowman. (laughs) The Rocky Mountain bottom. Um, I wonder... uh, Sorry, this is C. Stiff. Uh, I wonder how long Gargano and Ciampa is is going to last. It seems like there's no plan to call these guys up. It's gotten to the point that there's no reason to think that they could coexist on the same roster. I agree. Oh, that's got to be the storyline. Okay, you both are called up, but listen, you guys hate each other, so you go on that show. Oh, I th- you go I, on that show. I think they'll do that. That's exactly what um, they should do. And then, do, do and then make- finally, that that culminates in like a few years that they have a match again at like Mania or something. This storyline is gonna be great. <laughs> think of the video package then, Davey. They need to not do what they've done with Kevin, Kevin and Sammy, and, Sammy. and just have yeah, them yeah. together the whole like time. You should set. Yes, you're right. Yes. Separate them. You can make it. You can make it a stipulation in this match, loser leaves NXT. Sure. Gar- uh, no, Gargano well, could win and no, then go but, for the title. Well, it, it should be this. Like, after this, uh, this if, it's, it is, if it is a cell match, William Regal's like, you guys are just, you guys are fucked. You need to get out. You're ruining, you're not ruining, but like, y'all, are, y'all, need, to, y'all need Jesus. You need, to, you, need, you need to go on the main roster and get the hell out of here. So then he puts them on. On Ron SmackDown, or maybe he trades them. He's like, "Hey, listen, uh, I want the revival back, and you guys can." Because uh, the revival showed up at an NXT house show this oh, really? uh, weekend. Uh, a few NXT returns have been happening on the house shows, but yeah, send these guys away. Uh, that's pretty funny. He says um, this feud is very good, but would not benefit from having any more matches. It needs to be over to be more memorable. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. It needs to end. Um, two quick one more here. I've read somewhere that this could be a. He- oh, this is John Casey. Sorry. I've read that this could be a possible Hell in a Cell match, which would be the end of the feud as a legitimate reason for this type of match. I'm guessing that this will end at the SummerSlam TakeOver. I'm also guessing that TakeOver, we will see Candice challenge Shayna Baszler for the women's at the minute Candice is needed for the Gargano-Champa feud, and it also allows Baszler to feud with other people. Wait, so wait, we're, you're going to see Candice and Shayna at the TakeOver for SummerSlam? Okay, maybe, because she's busy here. I don't know. Um, and then the last one here is PJ River. He says Candice's bump did not make any sense <laughs> because she's a wrestler. She gets thrown. Oh, no, she banged her head. Yeah, the story, the, 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 the kayfabe was oh she she didn't see it coming and she she landed on her head. Yeah. Sure, I, I dig it. It's the guy's wife. It's a storyline. It's great. Um, and that's all the feedback. Thank you, I, guys. I selfishly hope it is the SummerSlam match and not the money in the because you're going to that I'm one. Going. Yeah, <laughs> but I also. Oh, just itching to see it. So wait, so you you think the Hell in a Cell... Well, that's what uh, this person's... John John Candy? (laughs) I wish. John Casey. John Uh, Casey. Um, Do you know who John Candy is? Yeah. Oh, okay, just checking. Um, Yeah, I think uh, Hell in a Cell makes the most sense, but now he's kind of right because SummerSlam is a bigger thing. But you do a Hell in a Cell at SummerSlam? What do they do for this takeover at Chicago? Yeah. What do you do there? Have them off. No, God, no. It's going to be them in a different match? So you're saying, no, I, you could, so you're you saying they're going to fight two more times? No, I'm not. I'm saying not have a match at Money in the Bank. Okay, hold on. Because you've only got, you've only got no, five you're, matches. I think, sure. you gotta see, I think you got to see this Hell in a Cell right now. 
I think you gotta happen. It has gotta happen in Chicago. Doesn't it make you want it more? Yeah. If you leave it to SummerSlam. Yeah, but that's a long fucking time. But we waited like a year for this match the last time, and it was great. Yeah. So, I don't I know. know. I don't know. That's tough. But if you do the Hell in a Cell now at Takeover Chicago, what is your Takeover at SummerSlam? Because like Aleister Black versus who? Who versus who? Like what are they gonna do to top? How this? about? Helena sell money in the bank. Loser leaves NXT. Champa loses, leaves. Gargano goes for the title at SummerSlam. Yeah, Alistair Black and Gargano. Alistair Black, Gargano, and Gargano wins. Gargano should win. Yeah, sure. Let's do. Have that. a short Helena sell. This this takeover is the Helena sell, and then the SummerSlam is Black, is Black Gargano, and Gargano finally wins the the strap. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how I book it. I'm sorry, I need to see this Hell in a Cell right now. And then you can have him as champion the man's, for the Rumble. The man's wife was was thrown off the apron, bumps her head, and you're just gonna, he's gonna wait to fight this guy? True. No, 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 no. He wants to kill this man. That's the storyline. This is, this is good, this is good storytelling in, in this nerdy world of wrestling that I love watching. <laughs> this is why I like it. So, so fun. Um, and that's all the feedback, so thank you everyone. Uh, forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday night we post it up there. We usually record Wednesday nights late or Thursday. Depends on our work schedule. Yeah, yeah. so so post it or uh, or tweet at us uh, at the Bray the at Davy Portman because you can ask us. You can send feedback on there as well. Um, we're always uh, on the Instagram stories of our karaoke adventures and uh, and stuff like that. So check us out there. Postwrestling.com. Subscribe to us. Give us reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever, Spotify, wherever you find us. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Be safe. Ahoy! Oh, and let's play some churches. here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard to recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt, especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.